Having one kip is a full-time job, right? Some people have two, some people have three, some people have four, some people got a group on, they have five. And it's, you say it's like five full-time jobs, it's impossible. But you see here in group, some people are doing three, and look how calm they are. Some people have five, they're calm, and the answer is very simple. If I only change for you, but I'm still nervous, anxious, controlling, um, judgmental, right? Then it's double the work. Well, I just described you. <laughs> but if I change me, then I can have five, I can have ten, I could have twenty. Because every kid is like a magnet. Every kid in pain and every person is a magnet to a person who's non-judgmental and, and wants to be with you. So what, what are we trying to do? If we shed from ourselves judgment, we don't judge. I don't think I'm better than you. You know, when I had Home Sweet Home, I didn't have any training. I opened a home. I took kids who were stealing, who were doing drugs, some of them for years. Um, one guy was doing cocaine for months and weed for, before that for years. And, you know, they were, it, was, it was difficult. These were kids who got thrown out of everything, not just yeshiva, even rehabs, some of them psych wards, one of them shmad before he came, he was a guy, tattoos, and and I didn't have any training. And it was a really dumb idea, but it really worked out. But what did I have in uh, Mamash from Hashem? I had a gift from God. I don't know why I had it. I didn't think I'm better than them. I just didn't think that I'm better than them. I, f I felt like Obviously, they had a really tough life. I felt so bad for them. And if I went through what they went through, even before I knew what it was, even before they eventually told me about trauma and abuse that I didn't know, just my blick, my, my hashara, my way of looking at them, I just didn't judge them. I just didn't think that I'm better than them. I was like, wow, these kids are hurting, they're struggling, I'm going to be nice to them. And I enjoyed them, and I saw their goodness. And when you do that, you can work with multiple kips. You can go out on the street. There are tzaddikim working with kids on the street. Why are they the ones working on the street and not somebody else? Because they're higher. And they have a, a broader ability to, to be non-judgmental. Because all these kids are allergic to judgment. So if you're judgmental, you can go on the street for 100 years, nobody's talking to you. But if you're non-judgmental, it's like a magnet they want to spend time with you. And they, then they feel comfortable. Then they could open up to you because they know that you're not going to look down at them. So this thing of judgment is like, I always say, would you want to come down in the next Gilgal as this kid? No. So why do you think you could do better than they're doing at their life that they had? So people judge. And, and by the way, I say, if you want to judge, fine, but then judge properly. And Svasema says how to judge. Let's learn how to judge. It says, Avedon es kol ha'adam lekafschus, which means judge every person lekafschus. How do you say lekafschus? On the side of, of? Uh, favorably. favorably. More than favorably. Favorably is a little bit. Lekafschus, that, that they're good. He says it should say, Havedon kol adam. Judge every person. Call Adam. Why does it say Havidan? Es kal ha Adam. How do you even say that in English? Judge es the 
ha-adam, the person. It's not, says the Sfasemes, you should never judge anybody. But if you're going to judge, you have to judge as kal ha-adam, the gansamensh, the whole person, from when he was born, when she was born, everything that happened to them, every bump in the road, all of their challenges, all of their trauma, all of their abuse, everything. And if you do that, you'll see, lakavzchus, you'll see that they're good. So we look at the outside, we say, oy vey, she's not sneers, oy vey this, oy vey that. It's terrible. But judging them means that I've evaluated the entire situation and I feel that they're not doing as well as they could. And I just, I don't think that that's possible. So why should I assume that I could do better than them? Why, could, why should I assume that they can do better than them? Why should I assume that given the life challenges that they had, that they could do better. Isn't that what we're doing when we're looking down at somebody? We're saying, you could do better. How do I know that? I'm just missing information. And I find that people are, are judgmental with so many things that they don't even realize, just schmoozing. Just schmoozing and schmoozing and schmoozing about anything. And they're judged, they, they say things. And if I would ask them, would you put money on that? They'd, no. So what are you talking for? Right? But they do it. But it doesn't hurt anybody necessarily. But over here, it's life and death. We're judging with a nose. You know, we can kill somebody. Because these kids are craving our acceptance. And a lot of people are rejecting them and not accepting them against the Chazanish, against the Baal Shem Tov, against all of these hundreds and hundreds. I have thousands of stories and things. Well, that way, right. Very good. Right? Against all of, all of the advice we're getting... And they're rejecting them. Why are they reject them? Because I'm angry at you. Why am I angry at you? Because, I, because I'm better than you. Or because you should be better. But how do you really know that? So we say they're weak. First of all, if they're weak, okay, they can't do better. Want to hear a nice part? I made it up myself, so if it's not true, please don't be upset. It says in the Gemara, I think Chazal, Chazal say, that kol ha'oymer amen yehesh meirabah b'chol koichoy, Whoever says Amen Yeheshmi Rabba with all of his energy, they rip up any bad Gzardin for 70 years. Right? So I was Medayik. What does it say? Whoever says it the loudest in the whole world? No. Whoever says it with the most passion in the whole world? No. It says, with your maximum energy. A sick person who just got a heart attack, his maximum energy is 1%. That's it. He did the maximum. Right? I once went on a trip with MBD. We went to Mezhbiz and then we didn't sleep for like four days and then we ended up in Eretz Yisrael because of a snowstorm that, that they said that they can't fly to America. Actually, there was no snowstorm but we ended up in Eretz Yisrael. I wrote down, I kept a diary. There was, there was night that we went to sleep at 4.03 a.m. And we woke up at 4.10 a.m. to go down Vasikin at the Kaisel. Mamash for days, I was at the Kaisel after Vasikin after like four or five days of this I couldn't move. I couldn't move, and I was by the kaisel, and and we we were davening well. It was by the we were by the balshemtiv. Shabbos and that's why I wrote Shabbos and Mezbizim. I'm hiding in Malsha. I wrote that when we got back. Thank you, thank you. And I and I gave the words of the story to Lipa, and Lipa wrote the lyrics, and MBD ended up singing it. It was on my album, on his album, but it was such a spiritual high. I, I, I was mamish like davening in. Matzah Shavas in Mezhbish, Mata Frank was there. He said there was somebody blind who was there. So he started saying, V'yitn l'cha, 
We were all there by the Tzien. And he was saying, V'yitin l'cha, for the blind person, out loud. So he was, V'yitin l'cha, alikim, mital, right? And then everybody, all of a sudden we had like 30 people, like an army of people, saying each word, V'yitin l'cha, took like, whatever, 25 minutes. And then we were dancing, we davening without it. And then all of a sudden here, I'm by the Kaisel. I was sitting on my chair over a bencher. I was like, I couldn't move. I could. I, I, I was seeing stars between not eating and not sleeping, and and, and it came to, to to Kaddish, and people stood up, and I wanted to stand up. I couldn't stand up, and then it said Amen Yeshmei Rabba, and I went and that's when I thought of this word. I said, right now it's Machal Kaychi. I I I all it's all I got. Okay, I know if a dog would come, I would find Kaychis, and if the Nazis came, I would run away. I know, I know. The extra, extra. But I'm saying, but basically, that's what. I, that, so I said, uh, that's when I thought of this word, right? So we think, oh, you could be doing better. You should be doing better. Everybody knows how everybody else should deal with their challenges. Isn't that beautiful? Everybody knows how somebody else should deal with their challenges, right? Did, did you change in the last ten years? No. Why? It's too hard. But you should change, right? My brother said that every time his wife goes to a class on marriage, she always comes back with a whole list of changes for him to make. You know, it's like... So, one of the nicest Nesiva Shalms, which I say, I've been repeating it recently, Nesiva Shalom says, Musar Svarim and Chasidus is for you. Not for somebody else. We always learn Musar and we start giving Musar to other people. We get inspired, we start getting upset at other people. We want to inspire other people. We find a Chasidus Shasefer, Careful, we don't want you to be on the thing. What do you want to do? Sorry. Okay, no problem. Um, so we find um, we find a, a great chasidish shtickle on Shabbos. We start preaching it to everybody else. He says, no, 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 that's for you. Work, work on yourself. For somebody else, you need sympathy, empathy, understanding, kiruv levavois, nafshik shur benafshay, varmkait, not judging, telling everybody. Everybody knows how everybody else should be better. Right? Everybody knows how overweight people should lose weight, and everybody knows how to judge them, and they, catch, they know how to catch you and say, huh? you see? And that's why you can't lose weight. Everybody knows how, if, if they're good at not talking Lashon Har, they know how to catch everybody else. And, and the, the Balchuva who decides to stop talking during the avening, it's the worst. Because he'll get angry at everybody else for, for, not, for talking during the avening. Everybody knows how to fix everybody else's problems. Right? Have done is call Ha'adam Lakafsus. We say, I'm, why should I get out there on a limb and judge somebody? I really don't know. I really don't know. I really just don't know. So why can't I assume that they're good? Why can't I assume they're Chelek Mal Mamish? And that they're really good? And they're struggling. And the struggle is too much for them. The Stipler says, and Ripzadek HaKoyin says, and this is a big mistake that people don't know because people are to- told every challenge that you have, you could overcome. If God gave it to you, you could overcome. Rabbi Sorel Reisman says, Rabbi Shlita says in the name of the disciples, that's how. And Rabbi and, um, and writes it clearly. It's not true. Sometimes a person is thrown down and they can't overcome. And it's, they're considered an oinus and Hashem puts them into certain situations for different reasons. And it's really pashat. Because somebody told me, no, it can't be. If Hashem puts you, you could overcome everything. Say, okay, why aren't you on the level of the stipler? 
Why aren't you in the level of 200 years ago? Uh, what do you mean? It's Katnu Hadairis. Oh, so you understand that the Yiddishkeit is lower, and you can't overcome. So you can only overcome what, 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 what Rev. Dessler calls Nukudas HaBechira. Everybody has a certain point, right? We don't have Bechira to break Shabbos. We can't. We don't have Bechira to fast like the Ribnitzer, you know, a whole day and then to the... We only have Nukudas HaBechira to move a little bit in this direction or that direction, Right? So why aren't we like like the, 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 oh, we can't. What do you mean you can't? Hashem gave you a challenge. Every second you have to learn. Not holding by that. So that's Pashit. Now, what should you do? Very simple. Very, very simple. Are you a black belt in karate? No. Could you become one? Yes. It could take 10 years. All you have to do is start, become a white belt, become a yellow belt. We have to take a step in the right direction and build ourselves up as much as we can to get there. But it doesn't mean that right now you could overcome it. So why should I assume, and the only thing is, as Tzaddik says, but you just don't know. If You can't say in every, every challenge, well, I, I think it's too hard, because maybe it's not too hard for you. Maybe you could do, we can't tell. But when I'm judging somebody else, why do I have to assume they could overcome all their challenges? Me, Lev Yedea Maris Nafsha, we know. That, uh, that we're not perfect. We sing Slachnonu and Ashamnu and I was Yom Kippur, I was looking around, right? I see everybody's doing this, right? The guy next to me was crying, wow, each Alchet so much, I started to get jealous of all the fun he had all year. I'm like, what did he do? So we know, but, but for us, you know, well, like I always say, we're, we're not freaked out about Haimish Avairis. Lashon Hara, Rechilus, right? Destroyed the base of Mikdash, Sinas Chinam, right? That's okay. That's like a Haimish Avairis. Shabbos, that's not for us. You know, all the other stuff, confusion. You know, it's not a Haimish Avairis. We like Haimish Avairis. Abyssal Chulunt, Amikva, Abyssal Lashon Hara, Rechilus, burying people alive. You know, Shai Gitzaros, Shiksa, Goita, all this stuff going against Lufneiver that that we learned that it's Lufneiver to to reject someone because they sin more, according to the Pelayoyets, two hundred plus years ago, according to Tzadikim. Haimisha Avairis, right? We should make like this an Avairis song, you know? Haimisha Avairis. So do Haimisha Avairis, talk during davening, all things that bring such harbin and, and, and Mashiach is not here, that's why we all have problems. And it came because of Senas Chinam. But that's okay. There's a good reason. Fine. Shabbos, not sneers. It's that's that's you know, like the T-shirt says, don't don't get a, don't judge me because I sin differently than you, right? So we're only comfortable with high shabbos. Unfortunately, people go through stuff shvachadar, and people are breaking, and they're doing not high shabbos. They're doing, you know. And we're not comfortable with that. And we shouldn't be comfortable with that. But why should we judge and think that, you know, because I don't have that Nisayim, that I'm better than you. That was the thing in Home Sweet Home that I had that I think was the success. It was a gift from Hashem. I just didn't think I'm better than them. And, and I think it's a simple calculation. How would I possibly know I'm better than them? If I had their life, maybe I'd be worse than them. I don't know what they went through. Obviously they went through stuff. So why? And it, So where does it come from? that I think I'm better than them, and I think I could do better than them, I think you could do better than them. It comes from Gaiva. It comes from, I think, yeah, give me your life. But I always ask people who are like that, you know, those strong ones that are so angry at all the sinners, you know, because they're so holy. I say, 
Do you want to come back in the next Gilgal and go through everything this neshama went through? Are you challenging Hashem? When you judge them, that's what you're saying. You say, send me down. Yeah, I'll go through what they went through and I'll make you proud, Hashem. You sure? No. Nobody wants to come down as them. So our job is to purify ourselves. Now once you purify yourself, that you're not judging anybody, and you show them that I'm, I'm here for you, like all the tzaddikim taught us to do, then you can handle multiple kips. It's not ten times the work. It's one work. It's working on ourselves to have pure eyes without judgment. And Hashem is making it very hard for us. Thirty years ago, we would, t- you know, kids were machal Shabbos, and it was the worst thing in the world. It was terrible. When this started coming into Klal Yisrael, kids going off to Derech, and 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 I think parents overcame that. We kind of got used to it. And now Hashem's saying, "Oh yeah, but what about? Let's turn it, make it a little bit worse. What about that? What about gender issues? What about, you know, straight and gay? What about this and that? Now you could still love your kid. You could still still. He's making it very hard. But our commitment to our kids are that you are children." And we're going to follow the Baal Shem Tev, we're going to ha- follow the Chazanesh, we're going to follow the Satmar Rebbe, we're going to follow... You know, we have a story of, of, of the same story of parents that wanted to throw a kid out of the house because they were worried about the other kids. And they were told by three tzaddikim that I have it from, if you're really worried about the other kids, send out the other kids and deal with this kid. What an extreme thing to say. But who were those three people? The Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Satmar Rebbe, and Rebbe Liyashev, if a Litvak, a Satmar, and a Lubavitcher agree on something, it has to be Teres Emes. Right? And I didn't check, but Rebbe Vadya probably said the same thing. So the Sfarad Mastak also. Three stories. I heard, I have a Makar for each one. You really worried about the other kids? Send them out. They'll be fine. Send them to the aunts and the uncles. Deal with your kids. It means even in such a case, you don't abandon your child. You don't abandon your child under any circumstances. Now, we have times that families are saying, listen, the kid is violent, whatever. Come here. We, le- we learned how to de-escalate the situation. You have quiet in your house better than last year? Chaz Hashem, right? Chaz Hashem. But very much so. And that was the worst, the worst, and we have a, a ways to go. But we de-escalate the situation. And people are saying, don't de-escalate the situation because you're enabling them and you're, you're spoiling them. Like, meanwhile, if you don't de-escalate the situation... You couldn't live like that. Either they're going to be dead or you're going to be dead. Not even a question. You couldn't, the level of, of trauma and throwing chametz around Erev Pesach and chametzing up your house, blowing out the lecht and different, busting into your room in the middle of the night, pulling out of, you, you go through it, you could have PTSD just thinking about the nightmares parents go through. Kids are, are suicidal, cutting themselves, they want to jump, they want to die, doing terrible drugs, partying, not, not being home. And we're really, for the most part, successful. Our kids are home, they're calmer. But they should lose all of that and go against the Chazanish and the Baal because you're enabling, because you cannot let it reward bad behavior, because of these concepts that come from the Gaim. I don't see it in any form. And it's such a shame because Baruch Hashem, our group for a crisis group is 99% calm. 1%, Taka, I know that you're going through so much. And I hope that in Mitzvah Shem we're going we're gonna to get better. But nobody has a better success rate. Nobody. We're doing better than every psych ward, every rehab. We're doing really good. The Ebesh is a vital health. So the trick is, I'm not being kind to you because you have problems. I'm becoming kind. If I become kind, I can deal with multiple people. 
Says the Nesiva Shalom, beautiful, that the Medrash tells us we have to be like Hashem. Medrash tells us, how should you be like Hashem? How can you go to Mitzvah Sasei in the Torah just like eating matzah? Just like lulav? Just like mezuzah? Mitzvah Sasei in the Torah, go in the footsteps of Hashem. How? So people would like it to say, oh, you know how? V'chara af Hashem. Get angry and scream and yell and make, makes that. But the Medrash doesn't say that. The Medrash tells you how to do it. Mahu rachum, af'ata havei rachum. Using the Yudgimel mitzarachamim, rachum, chanan, erachapayim, rav chesed, all of them. Says the Nesiva Shalom, if you look at the Lushan of the Sifri, it doesn't say mahu rachum, just like God is all merciful. Af'ata, you too should act with rachum. Just like Hashem is a chanun, erechapayim, you should act that way. It's not what it says. It says, afata havei. You have to become rachum. Just like God is essentially compassionate, you, ha- you have to change your essence to be an essentially compassionate person. Erechapayim, you want to get angry, you want to, and you stretch it out. I'm not going to do anything for a week, and then I'll reevaluate. Nice. And we learn time of the to understand what these midas are. It's unbelievable. Hashem does chesed with people who sin against Him. We use His energy. It's like using your credit card, not against God, against you. That's like using Hashem's life against Him. And yet He gives us life. And He, 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 Zanu well, He goes the same way Zanu Mufarnis Kalayim Kulay says the time of the just like He gives food sustenance to all living creatures. He gives sustenance to the malachi chavala, the bad angels that want to suck our blood and kill us after we sin. We create bad malach, Hashem feeds them. V'chulu, v'chulu. So TP is not about, you know, I'm really full of anxiety. I'm a control freak. I'm, I have to control everybody. I am judgmental. I think I'm better than everybody. I hate the sinners and think that they should they should all be thrown out and the spoiled brats and just and that's who I am. I have bad midos. I don't I didn't listen to enough Uncle Maishi and the marvelous midos machine. I have bad midos. I get angry. I snap at people. I criticize. I reject. I put people down. But now I have a suicidal kid. So for this kid, I'm gonna hands off. No. It's a wake-up call. This, these kids are, they are helping all of our bad midos rise to the top. And it's the last chance for us to change ourselves. Otherwise, we're going to be like this the rest of our lives until we die. Right? Our parents failed at this part, and our spouse already gave up on us. And now at this age, 50, 60, whatever age you are, you're not changing. Comes this crazy kid... I say that in Lashon Chiba, Cuckoo. And all of a sudden, you got to deal with your anger. And you got to deal with staying under control. And you got to deal with compliment. You got to deal with not rejecting it. it they, they are bringing out, shining a light, and giving us a chance to change ourselves. This is, this is like one big wake up call. And how do I know this? Because if you look at the wonderful parents who are here a few years who really do the work, they're angels. And they're sleeping at night, even though their kids are in the worst places. They're sleeping at night. They just became elevated to become superhumans. They're literally superhumans. You look at them. 
A parent told me just this week, one of our TP parents, their kid, something bad happened, there was a mess up, whatever, and the kid was cursing for no reason. Cursing, cursing the father, you know, uh, the worst, the worst, mamash, with Shema Malchus. Drop dead, you a piece of garbage, you should never have children, you don't deserve it, on it, right? Any human being would react. And this father just said, I feel so bad, I'm so sorry that I hurt you. He didn't feel any any of his own pain. He, he, he was like a solar guy that comes, to, comes to, to sing somebody on the floor in a pool of blood, and the person's cursing him. You don't tell, he didn't take it personally. It's, I'm a solar person, I have to revive you. What a level. What a level. Mamash like a malach. And I always say, when you're there, I hope you're not there, but if you're there, pray for everything because you're on a level, it's like Yom Kippur. Chazal tell us, somebody who hears somebody who doesn't respond, somebody who gets cursed out, doesn't respond, you have someone who has self-control, the Torah appreciates you. It's mamish, forgiveness of all your averis. So you, you wonderful people don't sin. So have, have me in mind, have other people in mind. Daven for your kids and daven for everybody else's kids in, in the group. You have a kaya you're tzaddikim, tzaddikim. And when we saw people here, regular people, who became elevated to such a level that they could be abused by their child, and we would only tolerate this only because it's a child. This is saying Hashem. See what we're doing for our children? This is what we expect from you. You are moving the line that Hashem has to have more Rahmanas on His children. You parents are moving that line. You're tolerating things that nobody else would tolerate. The previous generation would not tolerate what you're tolerating. Correct? So you're... And, and Rosh Hashanah comes, I have you in mind. I say, Parents like you. Albanim Kain Terachem Hashem Aleinu Hashem, please be a TP parent. Is Hashem a TP parent? Avada, Avada, full of Rachmanes, full of Rachmanes, full of Rachmanes. Hashem is the ultimate Rachum and Chanun Erech Apayim Rav Chesed BeEmes. We have to be that. When you do that, doesn't make a difference. One kip, six kips, twelve kips, doesn't matter. A little bit, still busy, but emotionally, it's not difficult because you are. Superman, you are superhuman, you are godly, you are angelic. If you look around in the groups and you get to meet the people and you get to, to listen to the testimonies of the parents, you're in a room of tzaddikim. You're in a room of tzaddikim who choose to work on themselves because you can't work on your kid because they're not going to respond. So we work on ourselves and we become superhuman. You learn the time of the Vaira. I definitely request, I send it out every week, learn it with your kids, with the, with the healthy kids, learn it. Klal Yisrael needs the time of the Vaira. It's so easy, that that book is beautiful, with the Mashalim in English, it takes 10 minutes, learn it at the Shabbos table. Like this, in case the kip comes to the Shabbos table by accident, I don't really want Tyra then, but this Tyra is going to say, oh, this is nice, don't be judgmental. They like this Tyra. Don't be judgmental. Don't be judgmental. This is like, I would say, the theme of the generation. Hurting kids... And their message to us is, stop judging me. Because if you don't judge, you can't reject. Why would you say, shik sagaita? We just had, this week, parents told me that somebody went over screaming, shik sagaita. The Satmar Rebbe didn't say to do that. The Lubavitcher Rebbe didn't say to do that. No, nobody said to do that. It's a human flaw. Fine. 
but the human flu, you say, I'm sorry afterwards. They think that they're representing Hashem. He thinks he's L'Shem Shemayim, so he's going to keep on fighting. He's going to keep on fighting. I saw a beautiful vart, I don't remember from who. Say Kairach fought with Moshe Rabbeinu. But Moshe Rabbeinu said, Boiker, the next day, and, and we'll see who's right and wrong. The man came every single morning. And the man, the tzaddikim got it straight to their door, prime, Amazon prime. And uh, the less from you were, the further away it was. So Kairach obviously was rebelling against Moshe Rabbeinu and Hashem and everything. So where did the man come? Far away. So why didn't Kairach realize that he's off to D? He's OTD, he's making a big mistake. His man didn't come to his doorstep. So I forgot who, I can look it up afterwards, I have it written down. Somebody says, Meiridik. Kairach saw that his, that his man is far away, and he said, you know, because I'm not being Meicha enough. Because <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not overthrowing Meishah Avenu enough. That's why, because that's why, I'm not the Tzadik, I have to fight him more. That's what they do. They fight, they reject in the name of Hashem, and if you prove to them, you say, but this is the wrong thing, because I'm not doing enough. But you're getting punished, in, yeah, because I didn't do enough to fight this. I have to scream, Shiksa Goita, give out. If this get one of those megaphones, give out. That's not what Rabbi Levine did. That's not what the Chazanish did. That's not, who did that? Who, show me which tzaddik did that. Just tell me one story. I'm just curious. Now, it's not what the what the did. It's not what the Avasi Sol did. It's not what the Lutf should do. It's not Rabbi Gershon Edelstein. It's not Rabbi Steinman. It's not like where do we get this from? And we're forced, we're forced, forced against our will to stop the judgment, which means stopping sinaschinam. It's stopping judgment, it's stopping rejection, it's stopping being judged. And maybe, maybe this is our ticket out of here. Maybe that's why Hashem is doing this, to wake us up that we should have real Ahavas Yisrael. Real Ahavas Yisrael means that I could see you smoking on Shabbos and I don't think I'm better than you. Something happened. You're struggling. Either you're abused or traumatized or you have a big... Someone said, I don't believe it's trauma and abuse. So what is it? Very, very big Yetzirah. I said, okay, so what do you want from the guy? So he got an extra dose of Yetzirah. He's fighting and he can't fight. So why why, why, why you hate him so much? Again, I'm not pro, but why can't we do what Rabbi Aaron Shechter did? The of Chaim Berlin. He's not from enough for us. He saw a boy smoking on Shabbos. And you know what he told them? Boys, I love you. If there's ever anything you need, come to my office. My door is open for you. Tzadikim. What do the Ketanim say? Get out of town, Shiksa, Goita, Chal Shabbos, and they think they're representing God. It's the saddest part. And Hashem, who doesn't talk to us openly anymore, he's going, I sent you enough tzaddikim to tell you what to do, but no, you're going to, these guys love being Pinchas. Right? They love being, they love being a Kanoi. They, wouldn't, they don't want to be judged on Rosh Hashanah the way they judge other people. Nobody wants to be judged. Nobody says, Hashem, judge me as a Kanoi. The whole machser, the whole slichus, the whole davening is begging for mercy. Nobody comes in Kippur and says, I, did, I think I did really well this, way, this year. I'll take din. 
Everybody says, no, Kerachim Aval Bonim, Ketar Hashem Aleinu, Ata, Onu, Ata, right? Rachum, Chanun, right? Look at the Slichas, everything. It doesn't, we don't even, we don't even, until you care, we don't even apologize. It's just like, we're messed up. Pnei Na, El, we know this? But the first night, everyone's there. Pnei Na, El Ha, Tlois ve'al achatois. What does that mean? Say, I'm so sorry, Hashem, I messed up. No, we say pnei na. Look, please, el hatlois at our. How do you say tlois in English? Do we need an art scroll? Tlois, difficulties, pain. I think that's what it means. Ve'al and not lachatois at our sins. We didn't even apologize yet. We said, just don't look at them, please, God. Look at our problems, our issues, our pain, and not at our sins. That's that whole thing. Nobody's going and saying, I'll take Din. I think I did really well this year. Right? We don't say that. Hardships. Hardships. hardship. Look at our hardships, and not at our sins. So why can't we look at their hardships and not at their sins? No, they don't have hardships. Only we have hardships. We can't change. They could change. They don't have hardships. Who said? Because you're judging them. But you didn't judge the whole person. And you're judging with a slant. So don't judge. But if you judge, judge right. When you judge wrong, you can kill someone. So that's our religion. Why is it so hard? So that's our problem. Okay? So that's the message. If you're changing for one kid, right, you're still the same rotten, angry, judgmental person, but, you know, like I, I, we, had, we had this uh, parent, I'm not going to say if it was a mother or a father. It'll be pretty obvious though. And this parent said, you know, was yelling at another kid for whatever, and you never listen, screaming and yelling. And the other parent said, hey, relax. He said, no, no, that's for the kip. This, this is a healthy kid. I can scream and yell. I can be abusive. Who is it? A mother or a father? I'm not going to say. Father. All the women father. say. All the women say it was a father, and all the father, and all the fathers are quiet because they know it's them. And he said, "No, I only have to treat nicely the the one who's suicidal. This is a regular kid." Chinuch. Hold on. You remember what I told you? Especially when you're here, use any chinuch book that you want. Anyone. But stick to it. You're not allowed to be angry. It says in the Siva Shalom, when you're angry, your neshama leaves you, and it's ki'ilu oivid avoidazara. So watch what, what's happening. You go ahead, and you have a big Buddha, and you're bowing to Buddha, or whatever they do with pick your avoidazara. I don't really know much about it, right? You're bowing, and right in the middle of bowing, you decide to do chinach on your son. No, you have to daven better, more kavana. You have to be kibbid aim. In the middle of bowing to Avay Dezar, says in the Siva Shalom, it's Ki'ilu Avay Dezar. And how could you imagine that from in the middle of doing Avay Dezar, you're going to be able to do proper Chinach Hashem? But we don't, we don't have that issue. We forget about that. So if you're going to do Chinach, regular Chinach, Rebbe Yashiv Zatzal, was not, you know, uh, uh, I'm not insulting him, but he wasn't Kalbach and, and Breslov, and, and he wasn't Chami. Uh, he, he, and he said, 
in our generation, Yamin Mekarev, Yamin Mekarev, Yamin Mekarev. On regular kids. He saw the change. He didn't have a problem. No, I'm from the old school. He was from the older of the old school, right? He was the oldest of the oldest of school. And he said, generation changed. Rav Steinman was old. Generation changed. Rav Gershon, can I know his I asked him on the video, what changed? He said, every dar is different. It doesn't matter. He said, today, Yemin Makar, Yemin Makar, Yemin Makar. So we asked Rav Gershon, a regular healthy kid can have a punish? See, he said, it's like, you could see from his face, like, really not. He's like, he's like if he's going to understand why he's being punished and he's going to accept it, then okay. Is that, is that the punishments you're giving your children? That they understand? No, we're punishing to set the boundaries and the rules and the concepts. So if you're going to do chinuch, regular chinuch book, you could find, find not a problem. Not a problem. But, you, but not abuse. Not abuse. And calling it chinuch. Not... I'm, I'm overwhelmed, and therefore I'm going to do chinuch right now. The real tzaddikim, when they did chinuch, even if they punished, even if they hit years ago, they waited. They waited. I forgot which tzaddik, he had a special, anybody remember the name? Special jacket that he put on before he, before he hit his kid. He wanted to calm himself down, make sure that the, don't stop frosting around, and not with words, today verbal abuse, or if pam, Zatzal already said, verbal abuse kills people. So we have to be super careful, and our kids are super sensitive. Rejection is in the heart of the beholder. Those who feel rejected, we rejected them. But what did I say? But I only did this. I don't care what you did. They feel rejected. So we have to up our game, become more angelic, become more pure inside. And you see it. Everybody gravitates to the tzaddikim. You know what I love? You ever go to tzaddikim? You ever go to any tzaddik? You're always smiling. Look at people, they're smiling. Why? He's not a comedian. And very often the tzaddik is not even smiling. When you go to you go to you go to your you go to Rebbe, you smile around him, correct? You feel good around him. There's no fire and brimstone. You wouldn't go back. You wouldn't go back. Today I had a father here who was fighting with me. He's a Balchuva. His granddaughter is not Sneas. So he said, I, I, she could do whatever she wants. But listen, I don't have to look at that. In my house, there's a ban. You don't come to my house if you're not Sanua. If you're not Sneistic, you don't come to my house. And listen, he, he went through a lot in his life. He's an older man. He's in his 70s. He doesn't know from all of this TP stuff, right? Five minutes I spoke to him. Five minutes. He said, I'm lifting the ban. We had about 25 people here. Everybody... Standing ovation. No, we're standing. We're clapping. Because he has several grandchildren that he's not in their lives because they don't go visit him. What is that going to do? He said, I'm lifting the ban. I just explained it to him. I just had to explain it to him. What his job is. I told him, you learned a lot of things in your life. You learned Tyra. But you didn't learn this, this Masechta. It's a new Masechta. I, right? He happened to have been Chabad, which makes it easier. I said, told him what the Rebbe said, I told him what the Rayat said, that more Ahava, more Ahava, and if he would be Satmar, I would hit him with the Divriyayil, and if he would be Litvak, I would hit him with the Pshach. It doesn't matter, you're stuck. Because they all said the same thing. Ravad Yosef said the same thing. Only Kirov Levavais. So I told him, it's not your fault. I told him, it's a human flaw. You're in pain. It's a human flaw. Don't bring God into this. Everybody who wants their kids to be like them, you're in pain that they went back after all the work that you did. You're entitled to your pain. Don't call it a shita. It's not a shita. It's just pain. 
And he says, yeah, it's so hard. I said, you're a Baal Tshuva. You, you could do hard. You could do more hard than any of us. Baal Tshuva is so strong. that Tzadikim. Because they're so strong. I said, you did much harder things. I said, I'm sure you wanted to eat cheeseburgers and you decided to eat kosher. I'm sure it took a lot of inner strength. So over here it's hard to have your children around you. Right? But if it's Ratz and Hashem and their Rav was on the phone and he's like, yes. Said, you could do hard. You told me that, right? You said, I can do any... I can do, was it you? I think it was you. Didn't you tell me I can do hard? Was it you or mixing you up with someone? I'm mixing you up with someone, but you're the type also. I think it was you. I can do hard. Just I need to know what's right. That's why we have a rub involved and we do what's right. Okay, enough for tonight. I hope I answered some of the questions. Change ourselves. Everybody wins. And we get back our kids, Bezus Hashem.